Recording. Welcome to the specifist on this episode of January or January. <laughs> it's not January. David, what the fuck are you talking about? On November 15th, sixth episode of the day on November 10th. I'm releasing these ahead of time on uh, on a schedule every day. And now this is my fifth one. And this might be one of those where I add several different segments before it comes out too because there's a bunch to go over and I might forget some stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, strap in. Getting into some deeper topics here so we're talking today about your rule book not mine yours so last episode um well not the last episode episode i did today november 10th the one about the loving um our actions inherently loving or non-loving I talked about your rule book. And then I realized to myself, wait a minute, David. You know, I don't think I ever talked about the rule book on this podcast. I've talked about it on my YouTube channel, but I've never talked about it on this podcast. If I have, you know, I apologize. I know I have, like, indirectly, I haven't gone, I've gone, I've gone into, like, things, and I said, oh, this, this relates to your rule book. Things like this. But I never really went into what that was. Ultimately. And so I want to do that in this episode. So. What is your rule book? So. Much as it relates to your super ego. The rule book. Are all these things. <clears throat> you think should or should not be. And. Honestly, it's more like a law book because you have thousands and thousands of pages in this rule book. Most people do. And they have a section entitled Politics where they have a rule book about what you should and shouldn't, you know, have as a policy matter like minimum wage or, you know, abortion or whatever. And then you have the rule book when it comes to how you should act in politics, that section, and, you know, as it relates to that. And then you have a section about everyday life, like how you should act in everyday life. Then you have a section about how you should act about other people's rule books about how they act in everyday life. Well, maybe you are more of a free, a free spirit about that, and you aren't as concerned about what they do in their everyday life, or maybe you are, aren't are a free spirit and you're like, no, you should not be doing X, Y, and Z. And whatever X, Y, and Z is, is all the ideas you shouldn't, you think people shouldn't be doing. <clears throat> whatever all these things are, and then there's those rule books on love and 
relationships and what you should do in these things. And all these things relate to what you do in everyday life. And this shit's not unimportant at all. It's not unimportant because your rule book, whatever it is, is directly, directly proportional to your stress levels. Especially if you're overly rigid about your rule books, which most people... Well, I don't know about most people. I don't, I don't know if I say most people, but a lot of people are. And so, if you are, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging you for that. I don't care. I've dealt with that myself. I'm just pointing out what could be, and probably is. So, um, what would, how would that look? If you were overly stressed about your rule book, how would that look exactly? So, if you are talking to somebody and you notice yourself commenting on what they're saying and you notice that you have emotions that are strong, maybe even anger and things like this, because of what they're saying, that's your rule book saying this should not be a thing. This is wrong. This is bad. This is, you know, whatever it is. Superego. The superego uses this rule book as like a hammer. Like a, like a, like a just, like a judge does. Like, oh, this is the law. This should not be broken. Ignorance of the law is not, does not mean that you should uh, get away with it. They have this saying that says, like, uh, what is it? How do, you, how do you say it properly? But ignorance of the law is no excuse. You committed the crime, so you do the time. Um, now, I personally think that that is wrong. And in and, and a lot of cases, in some cases, I get it. Like, I think there's... Um, some leeway to be made there, but I think it's wrong because, you know, there are people who are ignorant of the law, and if you, like, depending on, depending on what the law is. So, depending on what the law is, right? If you committed murder, you know, that would make sense. Ignorance of the law is no excuse, right? If you did something like embezzlement or something, you know, ignorance of the law is no excuse. But if you did something, you had no idea it was a law. Like, you know, perhaps you, you, you got a ticket for something you didn't know you could get a ticket for. You didn't realize it was a crime for whatever reason. Well, maybe it's a dumb crime. Maybe it's a accidental crime. Now that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me in this kind of situation. But that's the rule book. <laughs> And when it comes to the rule book, there's no exceptions, there's no 
very little exceptions. There's very little nuance, unless that is built into your rule book, in which case you are pretty rare. <laughs> but the, the lawyer in you, or what you can call the the superego, is saying, no, this is wrong, this is bad, this is evil. So, the rule book is the book of rules with examples and whatnot. The superego is the, the judge slamming down the hammer saying, this, you violated this rule. So the superego is the, the rule book in action. Um, it's often slamming down the hammer on the, the id too, the inner de desires, because the inner desires did something. Or, or the superego went too far one time or something. You know, things like this. So, when dealing with the rule book, your one question should be asking is, is this thing worth prosecuting myself or others over? Because... There's a certain problem, I think, that, that happens where you can find yourself kind of going a little extreme with these things and your mind your mind gets really judgmental <clears throat> and it says, no, this is wrong, this is bad, this is stupid, this is whatever it is, right? And then you listen to this and that becomes part of your story and it becomes part of your rule book and so I'm not saying by the way to get rid of your rule book I, I think this this part of you can be useful I think there's a <clears throat> place for it and a place to put it away but I don't think the rule book should be gotten rid of entirely. I think the rule book has its uses and it has its moments and it has its purpose. So I'm going to pause it here. Because I have so much time left. Like I have five days to just write or just, you know, make another uh, segment, which I'll do later tonight on this. And then go more into this and I'll give you some examples and things like this about how this rule works and then I'll do the next episode maybe tonight or tomorrow depending on how long this goes so this is the specifics I'll talk to in the next segment so I was gonna wait until later to do this, but I decided to do it now and just kind of try and get it over with. So, <clears throat> there's basically two different levels to this. There's the guilter, which is the super ego, and then there's the guilty. Now, like, you know, you have that, you know, how you have that, uh, in language, you have the, the, 
the words employer and employee. I, I just kind of use that. Or you could use the word shamer and then shame e, because the shamer, the, the super ego, going shame. You did something bad. You evil bastard. You. And then the shame e goes, oh shit, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I'm a victim. I mean, I don't know if I'd say that, but you know, some people might say I'm a victim. I'm a victim of my own circumstances. Don't blame me. And then, of course, the super ego blames you. You're a, you're not a victim. You're, you're a perpetrator. You're a, bad, you're a bad person. You're an asshole. And this kind of thing. Um. So, your rule book, however large and however. <sighs> so. When it comes to the rule book, there's also the. Uh, the Judge Innocence book, too. So, there's not just the rule book itself, because that's important, but there's also the ways in which the rules must be dispensed. Like, if, if they're not just enough for you, you would you know, punish yourself more than you, you uh, were punished by somebody or whatever, or if it was too just, or if it was uh, too unjust, you know you would then say, no, this was unfair, this was too much punishment, and then you would rebel against that person. So there's not only the rule book, but there's also the the judger's book. The, uh, the super ego book. And he judges everything based on all the stuff that he knows that he goes, and he judges, and he goes, you did wrong. Bam! You now need to pay so you now have to suffer for making a mistake and then you suffer over and over again so I don't really have this problem because I've realized a long time ago that this kind of thing doesn't really work not that I don't disagree with it completely I, I think can have its uses, but typically speaking, it's often a little bit too, like the, the judge is often too heavy-handed because the judges are, the judges is, uh, the, the judges is, the judges, uh, like, you know, more concerned about punishment than it is about, like, understanding why this is happening or why it did happen. So, I've come to this point when it comes to my rule book, where I'm like, you know, is punishment working? Does punishment ever work? The the super ego, the judge might want to say yes, but then you look to the prison system. I mean, look to the goddamn prison prison system right now. Prisoners are more uh, misbehaved than they were before punishment had started. You know, prisoners often get out of prison and they commit the crimes again. Except they're now hardened criminals because of prison. So is punishment actually working? And that's the problem. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying that you're going to be a hardened criminal because you listen to your super ego too much. But you might be hardened stressed. You might be really stressed because of it. And you might be struggling because you're not giving yourself enough of a break. And you're not telling yourself, oh, well, I mean... You know, I wouldn't have done it again, but I understand partly why I did it. 
give myself some com- some compassion, some love in this moment. You know, because really what, what we're missing is love. If there's anything in the world that we have, it's a lack of uh, not giving ourselves or others love. Uh, so, the rule book, but the rule book isn't about love. And so when the rule book sees that you're not loving yourself, or when, when the rule book sees you're loving yourself, he's going, he, what he'll do is he'll point out, especially if it's a really conscientious rule book, he'll go, yes, but look at all the bad things you did here and here and here and here and here. Look at this, what you did here. You, you're such a bad person. You bad, 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 bad. You know, punch yourself in the face or whatever. And then the rule book starts to list off all your failings and all your your mistakes and then you suffer more as a result because what you need is not to be punished but to be understood to have unconditional love for yourself and your failings doesn't mean that you 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 excuse your failings and say oh i i excuse my failings because well, I'm I'm not emotional with this person because I'm too, I'm too much of an INTP. You know that's just what I am. No, you 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 realize where you failed. You realize where you fucked up, and you say, okay. How do I do better next time? You know, I know this was not the most uh, disturbing. Uh, this wasn't the most the highest uh, I could be as far as consciousness goes. So what? could have done it differently and then you observe and maybe you ask other people or whatever you know maybe they might judge you and whatnot but you know you look for your mistake why did this mistake happen which is kind of like looking at a meta awareness from the past like what were you what was your emotional state what was your physical state things like this because your emotional state has a really big role in why you do certain things. Like, if you're angry, you can find yourself doing things that you regret, things like this. This is why I don't express emotions. This is why I say not to express emotions. Or if you do, you better calm the fuck yourself down before you do, because otherwise you're going to be regretting it later, and there's multiple evidence to show, to show this to be true. Um... But then you have pop psychologists say, oh, no, just express your emotions. Your emotions are good. Your emotions are valid. And it's like, well, yes, they're valid. But to express them, I mean, in the, in the moment like that, I would say probably not. You would, you, you would need to have some space between you and the emotions first. Then you can express the emotions as much as you want. Nothing wrong with that. In my opinion, even if you do it, when you don't do that, it's, it, when you don't calm yourself, I don't think you see anything wrong with it. But I will point out how it can cause you problems. Um, so, as far as rule books go, I'll give you an example from my own life related to what we're talking about here. So, I used to be one of those people. Still, um, some, to some, some extent, but I understand more. But I used to be one of those people who was like, all these people expressing all these emotions, it's, it's not helping them, it's causing them problems, it's making them more negative, things like this, and, and this is causing them problems, they're not logical, they're not using logic, 
properly enough. And they're not, you know, they, they choose belief systems over logic and reason and all this other stuff. Now that's the rule book that states in my case, that, oh, people should behave logically, calmly, reasonably. But people don't behave like that. I mean, it's clearly obvious that people don't do this. So it's the ideal versus the real again. That was an episode I made called The Ideal Versus the Real. I recommend you check it out. Um, and so we're dealing with the ideal, which is the rule book, saying I need to be perfect in all areas. Everybody else needs to be perfect in all areas here, 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 whatever it is. Whatever is most, whatever area is most important to you. And if you're not, well, if you're not, that's the real, and then your your ego says, your your super ego goes, that's the real, that should be the ideal, that shouldn't be the real. You're bad, you're evil, you're dumb. You're such a horrible person. Oh no! And then you suffer because you're not giving yourself some some slack. You know, I'm not saying excuse what you did. I'm just saying, you know. That beating yourself over the head with it isn't really going to fix the problem. Um, but that's the problem with rule books is that rule books aren't really meant to be nuanced. Like they're just meant to be the hammer, and you you get the hammer on your head, and other people get the hammer on their head from you, and then they do the same thing to you. Like, oh, you shouldn't be this judgmental. You shouldn't be this whatever. And so the process repeats. That's what we're seeing in politics right now. All we're seeing right now in politics is this. People's rule books being violated and people saying, no, bad, dumb, you know, hammer. Hammer on your head now, you dumb, you suck. You know. And I'm not saying that uh, it's it's evil or that they're evil for doing this. I understand why they're doing this, but this is what it's all about. So it's all about. One day I want to make an episode about how to deal with your rule book more efficiently and effectively. But I just wanted to make this because I haven't really talked directly about this. But I have now. So, anyways, this is the specifist, and I will talk to you in the next episode.